Welcome back to the Lash Base Podcast. Today's episode is an amazing and motivational interview with Alana from Lana Lashes. She has been through so many highs, so many lows, and she has shared it all with us in this episode. You are going to leave this episode so inspired, so motivated, and you're going to want to take your lash business to the next level. I cannot wait for you to hear this one. Let's go. Here we are with another amazing guest. If you don't know, uh, is it Alana or Lana? You can call me whichever. Honestly, Lana is like my wispy designer name and Alana is like my personal brand mommy name. So whichever you like, Lana, That's I guess. Fine. I'll probably I'll probably mix it up then. So for anybody that um doesn't know Alana or Lana uh in in my my view you've you've sort of come out of nowhere I feel like I've followed you for ages uh and then you spoke at the Miami Beauty Factor conference and and seemed to be one of the the most talked about and favorite presentations especially of mine anyway um during the event which was amazing to see and then from then on the the consistency of content and um where you've taken all of your different multiple income streams like how everything seems to be taken off for you I just thought I had to get you onto the Lash Base podcast to just talk and dissect it and find out what changed in you how it happened um, and how you're how you're achieving what you're achieving and I think it would bring a lot of value to everybody that's going to be listening to this so firstly um, can you just tell us for those that don't know tell us a little bit about yourself and your your journey in business and lashing okay perfect so Hello, it's Alana Lashes. I am so honored to be on this podcast because I have followed you for a long time. And I'm like, I even showed my husband. I'm like, babe, look at the possibilities of like the revenue and just products that you can make out of this business. And he was like, what? That's crazy. Let's do it. I'm like, okay, perfect. Um, but he's obviously busy now. So, but yeah, I, I, I feel like I manifested being on this podcast. But long story short, I started my journey in 2017. It was just, I kind of just got into lashing because I was, I had every job that you can think of from working a nine to five, working with kids, working at a doctor's office that, and working nightlife industry, which just wasn't for me. So I'm like, you know what, let me just, I was getting my lashes done so religiously that my lash tech at the time, she was like, Lana, you're here every week. Can you be, can you just be my first student? I want to like start lash training. So I think you'd be great for it. I'm like, sure. Let me put a deposit now, right? Re- let me put a deposit down right now and then we'll book it. So I decided to actually book my training once I had quit my nightlife job. So I quit my nightlife job and then I booked my last training and I feel like it, everything has happened so fast within the last five years that sometimes I have to like slow down and remind myself, like I'm only 26. I have two kids. You're doing great. Right. Because I know that everybody wants everything so fast, but building a business takes a long time to build it in the right way so 2017 I took my first lash course 2018 I opened up my first um lash loft I would say I had my daughter 
a month before that. So I was trying to figure out how to be a mommy, trying to run a business at the same time and was kind of just in a toxic relationship. And then as soon as I let that relationship go, um, everything just went up from there. 2019, I opened up my first storefront. Then the pandemic hit and it was difficult. I was left paying two rents. I was left a single mom and I remember that I would, I would work from the moment that I would wake up to the moment that I would go to sleep. And, you know, I just had to do what I had to do for me and my daughter. And I just kept going and going. And 2020, the pandemic hit, I decided to open up my online lash academy and kind of be that light for people in dark times. And then it took off that to the point where I had to get a bigger space after I had just spent like $30,000 in renovations during the pandemic, by the way, in my new, in my new salon. So then 2021, I had another child with my husband now in in which I manifested him. (laughs) And then two months later, I, I gave birth to my son. I opened up my headquarters. So, I mean, it's not as big as yours, but it's pretty big It's 3,700 square feet which I absolutely am in love with. And it's just such a great community and energy that I have there. And then fast forward to 2022, um, I'm finally hitting like those 100K marks with like eBooks and my online courses and in-person trainings. So I don't have any lash techs at at the moment right now because I kind of just had to be the leader become the leader in order to lead a team. So slowly, but surely I'll get those people back. But yeah, five years later, I am here with two kids running a business. Uh, I don't have a big team. It's like six of us. So super grateful. And yeah, I feel like my, like a turning point that I had in my career was when I actually started going to therapy, guys. I feel... And I always rave about this. Like you cannot excel in your business if you do not work on you simultaneously. Meaning like you need to get over your limiting beliefs. You need to start healing your trauma because everybody has trauma. Everybody has trauma from their childhood. And yeah, that's when everything just went up for me. I started to trust myself, trust my partner, And just, you know, being a woman in a household, it's like everything really just depends on the energy of you. So you need to take care of you first in order to operate to your fullest potential with a lash business. Even if you're just a solopreneur right now, you need to start therapy, work on you, put yourself first. And then everything, you'll start to attract everything. You'll start to attract your dream clientele. You'll start to up your revenue. So that's that's what I can honestly that's like my biggest advice to anybody who wants to just excel in their business I was gonna say that's what I find so amazing about you is that you took that huge decision to focus on yourself because from everything all of your story just then there's so much that I want to try and unpack from that because as um, I said at the beginning I I I followed along with plenty of this um Mm -hmm. I know that your mum has been I don't know she's been a big supporter but she's definitely a big supporter of you now um and also I remember and I just wanted to ask just a bit of a backstory about what happened 
um god time goes fast so it might have been <laughs> six months or so ago but you you did have salon staff and yes. you made the decision to to start again yes. how did that, how did, what what was the without you if you don't want to go into the detail you don't have to but what was the story no. there? I saw that was a that was a low a low point and from that you seem to have just skyrocketed into, oh yes uh, yeah so Jamie I'm an open book I feel like my story can inspire so many people because I don't come from like a privileged family I I don't know like I I just kind of found my way in this earth so I love to share my story because I love to be that light in people's lives like if I could do it you girls could do it too but um yeah so I had from okay so I had hired I guess like my first assistant ever like a couple years ago probably like I was it was just I was it was probably like a year into my business where I'm like okay if I need if if I want to grow my lash business I can't handle like the bookings and the social media alone so let me just I think this is the time where I hire somebody so I hired this one person and we were great and the mistake that I made was not sending not setting boundaries as a leader because I constantly just wanted to people please which that is one thing you do learn in therapy you can like you cannot do things just to make other people happy it especially if it makes you feel some kind of way like if you're not happy about it but you're doing it just to make them happy that's called people pleasing which then you're not even setting a boundary within yourself so if you don't know how to set boundaries within yourself how are you how are you supposed to set boundaries with other people and in your business which is super important so fast forward um it was my fault like I wasn't the leader setting boundaries um I kind of just like let her run the show and you know she had her own trauma that she wasn't aware of and now looking from the outside in it's like I should not have taken anything personal when she would you know respond to me in like a mean way or she would snap at me because that triggered me that reminded me of my childhood so um fast forward I wanted to as I started therapy I became more mature more emotionally more emotionally intelligent and I'm like you know what in order for me to grow my business, I need to structure things. I need to, you know, make, put everybody on payroll. I can't just sell everybody because that's how I was operating for the last, you know, up until a year ago. Like I was just like, I would just like sell people. And like, that is not the way that you should ultimately run your business. If you want to scale, if you want to have, you know, 50 to hundred employees, which you know, at least that's from, that's my goal. I cannot be selling people. So I wanted to structure everything. And she and just, just quickly, sorry to interrupt you just there for the people that listening in the UK, because we don't have Zelle. Um, okay, okay. This is just paying people, transferring people money just on the go. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Just instant banking stuff. Yeah. Um. So then she did not like that. And for the, the last, you know, from December to when I, to June of this year, she just had an attitude. She was unhappy. She didn't like the structure. She didn't like the change, which I get it. Change is big for people. Um, but, you know, our visions didn't align. And that led to her talking bad 
about me and getting into the lash text heads saying oh you know taxes we get paid less whatever 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 i don't know how it works in the uk but you know basically they were gonna get paid legally to protect the business and they didn't like that so yeah. one one lash tech which was the busiest lash tech i had she was oh my god making like a good amount of money um she just quit on me from like one day to the next and at that time i wasn't lashing so i had to take on her clients and then this was in june of this year and then i'm like you know what this is time for me to stop being so afraid take ownership and be the leader that you need to be learn all the systems and don't be afraid to restructure if you need to which in which then we did so i ended up having the tough conversations and i remember my husband telling me he was like look if you do not want to have tough conversations then get off the chair and i'm like oh no 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 like i did not come all this way i did not put in endless amount of hours to build Lana lashes for then me not to for then me for me to be scared to have a conversation i was like no 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 I had the tough conversation. I'm like, look, we clearly don't align. And I think it's best if, you know, you you find somewhere where you're happy at, which is, you know, I guess she was holding on to something because she was also scared to let go of something that she had been a part of for three years. And I love her to death. But guess what? Sometimes when you grow, pe like people are not going to grow with you and you have to be strong enough to let them go. And that's what happened. So oh, after I had let her go, a week later, my second lash tech left. I had only two lash techs, but they were like super booked. They were, they were booked out for like a month to two months. And then she quit on me. So I was taking on all the clients while training two new girls that, ha that I had found. And I just found myself and my gut telling me like, Alana, like, I know that you have all these clients and you, well, you know, you don't want to miss out on the money, but your brand is everything. And what you stand for is quality and being different in this market. So I couldn't be the leader. I didn't have the time to train new lash checks while taking the clients. And I'm like, you know what? My gut is telling me to just like close down my salon, let the lash techs go and focus on designing and creating and this artistry which I had ultimately which I ultimately love so much but I was so burnt out doing the clients and worrying that I'm like you know what I need to slow down and it was very scary because that's all I knew I built my brand on doing lash services and the products and the trainings were great but I was like oh my god no I had this vision like I need to be a salon owner if I'm not a salon owner then I'm not good enough and that's not true by the way <laughs> so I had made all these assumptions during my journey when I just decided to let go trust myself I then designed I started to design um, lash maps and ebooks and I basically filled in the gap where lash artists were struggling with 
which was doing wispy sets because clients ultimately they want something full but textured but not like mega volume and I figured it out I'm like okay I need to make the designs and help other lash artists out so that their clients number one can have a better experience and number two they can just you know get get even more books because their work is standing out and as soon as I that was June I let go of them launched my first ebook I think in like July and then that's when I made my first 100k month profit um so that's when ultimately everything went up when I decided to let go and trust my gut and my intuition which is it's such a, a strong or such a strength to have and there'll be people listening to this that are probably in the same position that you were in um probably only a few months ago where I even suffer myself with being a people pleaser at times and and yep. no doubt I'll have some of my staff listening to this right now th thinking no you're not you're just a nice guy but I know I know that there are things that I do that I definitely probably should say definitely probably I definitely should be stronger um but I feel people listening to this will be stuck in that position where if you're spending too much time working in your business and not on your business then you're not going to be able to scale or grow to the, that size that you probably people have in their heads that they want to get to um, and if you got stuck knowing and it's it's a powerful thing uh, as an entrepreneur to trust your gut and to understand that 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 sometimes means more and can sh show you more truth than any of the maths or anything behind it um and it's it's so it was it, exciting sad obviously to watch at the time when you were saying about um that you were had to let people go and it was uh, a pretty low point for you but interesting in the same way because you document everything and you tell the story of what's happening as it's happening um and to see what happened afterwards um and the change that was made and it's uh, just as a business owner myself I really enjoy seeing uh, when you're sharing your Shopify screenshots to yeah. show the success and stuff like and I'm sure other people love love that sort of thing too which which contributes towards your personal brand and and you just showing everything that's happening on your journey um, which is why I feel like over the last few months you've become such a like a name that's becoming very well known and you've got a successful because uh, I see as well you do a lot of like mentoring as well is that right yeah so um for lana lashes it's more like wispy trainings and you know like the lash side but then my personal brand it's like all right let's talk business and mindset like let's not only give you the strategies but let's give you the tools to work on as you're building your business so you can become your best self and build that business you've been dreaming about because it is possible and i just wanted to go back and say like the reason why I share my day to day is because vulnerability is a strength is is a sign of strength and power, which I think people underestimate. I think, especially growing up, maybe like in the Latin community, the people were told, "No, you're strong. You cannot cry. Like you cannot cry because just get over it. Like brush it off." Like my mom would always tell me, "Like I brush it off. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Like whatever." So I grew up like suppressing all these emotions and thinking that I had to be like so tough all the time when in reality crying showcasing that you know not only the good but the bad is a sign of strength and power yeah I agree with you there
good okay so um along those lines uh if someone is just starting out knowing obviously what you've been through in your career so far what um is the best piece of advice for someone just starting that you could give play the long-term game meaning expect highs and lows it's part of the the journey and the industry but gain tools that will help you maneuver your emotions so yes feel your emotions but don't let them hold you back because whatever you think about you whatever you feel whatever you think about is going to make you feel some kind of way and then your feelings will then lead to actions and what do actions lead to results so definitely like learning and expecting that this industry is not something that is built overnight because I think that a lot of people do portray that. And then also um, finding people who have done it and are giving you the resources and learn from them so that you can avoid their mistakes and get to where they are or surpass them even faster, even faster. Like mentors are cheat codes, literally. Yeah, and it's there, and and there are people in our lash industry now, including yourself, that have been there and done it. Uh, whereas maybe eight, ten years ago, those people didn't exist. But now, coming into the industry, you have those mentors, you have those people that you can can learn from. Um, and going on to your point of what you were saying about playing the long game, something that I always like to share with people. Um, I haven't, I haven't made this up based on a book I've read by Simon Sinek called the infinite game is that there's yeah. no, there's no finish line. This isn't like you oh start and you must, there's no, no, at no point is anyone going to say, right. Game's over. You win or you lose. Yeah. It's, it's forever. So the fact yeah. is there will, like you said, there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. Things are going to happen. But it, this is all part of the game. Exactly. I, I just got chills when you said that because, you know, my, my husband just asked me because on my podcast, he was like, where, like, what is your end goal? I'm like, I don't have an end goal. Like business is my passion. And whenever, and, and honestly, people underestimate the power of awareness. You need to know how you're feeling and what you're thinking about and what's causing it. So then that way you can like self-regulate your emotions, meaning like whenever I feel like I'm in a rush to do something and I'm just like writing things down and I feel my chest very tight, I take a step back and I'm like, Alana, why are you feeling like this? And it's because I'm rushing because I feel like I need to do everything all at once. And then I remind myself like, hey, remember that not to take life so seriously, not to put so much pressure on yourself, like you have years to do this. Like, so you might as well just enjoy it right now. Have fun right now. Embrace the lows and sit through them. It's okay. Like the last couple of days for me, although I've been, like, I've been annoyed at myself because I'm feeling like not motivated and just kind of down um, and whatever, like, I guess sales are not like, my phone isn't like, I don't hear the Shopify as much as I do. Um, I guess I was feeling kind of low, but I'm like, you know what? This is part of the journey. You're gonna have your lows. It can't always just be high, 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 high. No, you need to be at a neutral state. And 
when you're at a neutral state, that doesn't mean that you're always unmotivated. It's just because you don't have like that huge momentum all the time. We're human. We have to remember yeah. that we're human. Yeah. And, and along those lines, again, something that I, that I always think, and we talk about here at, at Lash Base, you, you can't always be flavor of the month. You can't always be front page of the newspapers. Like you can't be the headlines because that, that does get boring. It's okay to have a month or two months out of the headlines or not being flavor of the month. Like I said, there's no, it's, there's no uh, end finish line. So you can, it's, you go up, you go down, you go up, you go down, you go up, you go down. Um, but this is a long-term forever game that you're playing. Yes. Yes. I agree. So that's that. Um, also, just going along, you said about like consistency. Uh, before I move on to talking about um, your social media content and how on earth you do it so often and so consistently, the 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 one thing that again that you had brought up is to do with emotional intelligence. And to anybody listening with this, it I actually feel like emotional intelligence is more important than uh, your normal what you know your IQ. Uh, when it comes to running a business, understanding yourself and understanding emotions and other people's emotions and this, and psychology behind all of that is is going to be key to anybody growing their business purely because you can, like you said, you can understand if you're feeling low, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling rushed, you can then understand why you're feeling that um, and then reduce those feelings and just move on as you should. Exactly. Okay. Amen. So. And that, for- that I knew- I, I I needed to hear I needed to hear that myself, so thank you for that. Yeah, I think we all do. I I follow I follow plenty of people that that just give you that reminder. There there are people that do, um, they know it like you like me, uh, <laughs> and it does take. This is why I follow and listen to people that that are about emotional intelligence and share this sort of content quite a lot like yourself because it does it gives you that slap in the face sometimes that you need where it's like oh hang on hang on snap out of that you you know you know this you know how to feel and hopefully people listening to this get that slap in the face from from listening to this too um but yeah like I said I wanted to talk next about your social media content because I swear you seem to post uh 10, 10 times a day they're all high quality high engaging there's like always lots of engagement all lots of uh emotion that none of them seem to be just throwaway posts that you've just gone oh shit i need to post something today so you post this they all seem to have a purpose and a meaning so i just wanted you to talk talk through your process how you do it how you get your ideas what you think like all of that okay. stuff um okay so guys i have two social medias one for my lash business one for my personal brand and i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh my god yeah it's amazing it it i struggle i struggle to upkeep two social medias i do have help thank god um but the the what i know to post is I know my community and their pain points. I know my community and what they struggle with. So any kind of post that I make, I always try to solve a problem. For example, retention is always a problem in the lash industry. I'll showcase my beautiful design of lashes. And then within that post, I'll go ahead and give retention tips or styling tips. So I'll kill two birds in one stone. Not only am I showcasing my 
beautiful lashes, but I'm helping like solve a problem. I'm super intentional with what I post for my personal brand. I know that my girls struggle with self-discipline, feeling anxious. So I always just try to give information around that. Like, what can I say today that's going to help my audience that's watching? So I don't just post to like, look cute. No, like I post with meaning behind it. And because I have done it myself and I've made Instagram, you know, uh, I've made Instagram a habit that now I train my girls to do it to the point where like they know my community and if they have a question then they ask my audience but um it gets a little challenging at times like right now I'm like oh okay I feel like a little burnt out so let me set a restriction on my I'm gonna actually do it after this this podcast where I need like a little bit of time off of Instagram so I'm only gonna set like five minutes a day where I can just like go in and like answer a few messages but other than that like my team can help me but I have systems in place like for example I have two two actually I have like I have three people helping me create content right now so do I'll you, just do you use do you use a professional camera and um... no I so I use my iPhone mainly but I'll book like a shoot maybe like once in a blue moon for just some like b-roll and just some cute shots for like my website or just for Instagram. But other than that, I really just use my phone. Good, good lighting. Always make sure that your camera is clean on the back. Yeah, that and... uh, well, that's become a forced habit of mine now. Every single time I get my phone out, I'll get my bottom of my T-shirt and I wipe the lenses on the phone because it's surprising how often you can get a, the, the lens can get some grease on it or something. Exactly. Honestly, like, I've tried to, I have, I've bought like three cameras. I don't use any of them. I would love to, but I don't. So. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good news for people listening, knowing that you can have the quality con the quality of content that you're putting out there. And it's done uh, mainly on an iPhone, which I definitely like, believe is, is the case. And people shouldn't like, don't get me wrong. Professional photography and professional videography can make a difference, but with the, uh, <laughs> with uh, Instagram content and things like that quite often your uh, an iPhone these days is is more than more than adequate um i think something that you said there that i definitely want to make sure the people listening take away is the understanding of your audience and your community and who it is you're talking to when you're posting because that is something that anybody that has an engaged and decent following on social media they understand that and that's why they continue to grow because they know who they're speaking to it's not just trying to talk to everyone they're talking to specific people um, and giving them information and uh, whether it's inspiration, education, entertainment, whatever it is, they're doing it for the people that it will mean something to. And I feel with lash artists, uh, if if your job is, is a lash artist and you're hoping to get new clients, so you're not looking to sell products, you're not looking for training, anything, then there are a lot of lash artists out there that will post stuff based on what they think other lash artists want to see. And yes, when that's not going to help them with their lash business in their local area, trying to get clients, that's just hoping for some sort of recognition, acknowledgement, um, 
validation from other lash artists and and that that doesn't help with trying to grow an account or reach your community that you want to reach so um i think that was for me a key takeaway from what you've just said you know that you've got two different accounts that are very very successful and you already um, you explained how you understand both of those di different communities um, and a different audience of people that want different things so you create content differently exactly Good. yeah i mean for I, like for my for my lash page i know that i have a lot of i feel like it's like a little bit of hybrid in there like girls who follow me because they just want to see beautiful lashes but it's a lot of lash artists in there that want to excel their wispies and then on my personal brand i have a lot of beautypreneurs who want to scale their business to six or seven figures so it's like i know every problem that they're having so being clear is extremely, extremely important. And one thing just to like take away is like everybody's trying to look for clarity. You already have the clarity within you. It's just about removing the roadblocks. So removing the obstacles, like self-limiting beliefs, um, finding like the resources that you're struggling with to help you because you already have that clarity. And as you start to become more confident, you'll, you'll get even more clear. That's what I want people to understand. It's like they're seeking, 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 but look deep within yourself and you'll find it. Good. Nice. Okay. Um, so that about wraps it up in terms of questions I have on, on how you've got to where you've got to. I, I, I always ask this question because I'm always interested to hear. Uh, what's the future hold for Alana and Lana Lashes like over the next year, over the next five, 10, whatever yeah. it is, what's the future hold? What, how do you see it going at the moment? I want to create an online space so that I can reach people all over the world and help them with their wispy techniques and like really create beautiful sets to just kind of change like the industry um, because I feel like anybody that I that I talk to, their first experience is not that good. So I'm like, let's change that. Let's change that. Let's get more artists, even more educated. And let's, you know, create these beautiful techniques that clients want to wear on the day to day. And then I also want to just have like and be that resource to not only are you working on your beautiful techniques, but now you're getting the mindset tools and the business strategies to build so that you can build that business that you've always been wanting. So I want to have like an online academy where I'm just helping lash artists or beautypreneurs excel. That's what I want. I want to help people. I want to help you, like beautypreneurs. Nice. Um, and so whereabouts, if they want the wispy, because I've seen, uh, again, just shared through Instagram, some of the, the reviews and testimonials from from your ebooks and all, everybody is in absolutely in love with them when they get them. Uh, so, yeah. Where can people find um, you on social media? So I have two accounts. If you want to go ahead and follow Lana Lashes, it's L-A-N-N-A -N -N -A Lashes. And then you can find my personal brand. It'll actually be linked on the bio on my lash page, but it's Alana, A-L-A-N-N-A, Ruiz, R-U-I-Z, Unger, U-N-G-E-R. That's my full name. 
And you can go ahead and follow my personal page as well. And I just always, always try to provide as much value as I can on the day to day. Yeah, so. and I can vouch for that because I follow both accounts. I'll make sure I put all of your details in the captions um, and uh, podcast description with links and stuff like that anyway. So uh, so if anybody, I, well, I, anybody listening definitely should be following Alana and Lana Flashes um, uh, in, in my opinion, definitely. So um, that about wraps it up for this episode. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. I know it was like I only messaged you probably uh, for th- or five days ago and said, would you like to come on? And I'm really glad that you've, uh, you agreed and we could actually get a time sorted to do this. Um, but for everybody else listening, uh, thanks for listening. If you are listening, actually, there's a little, this is going to be a little Easter egg for you. If you are still listening right now, if you could do me get a huge favor, if you can screenshot that you're listening right now, because I know exactly what time this is in the podcast, screenshot that you're listening to this at this exact time, post it onto your Instagram stories and tag uh, myself and Alana or Lana either one of the pages so that we can see it um, and anybody that does that because they are listening at this point you're going to enter a draw to win 100 pounds or a hundred dollars of a lash base gift card um, so I just I like to put these little easter eggs into the end of the episode because I get people message and say oh I love the episode I listened to it um, and I'm, and this is a great way to see if people made it all the way through to the end. So I'd like to thank you if you have made it. Um, share on Instagram, spread some awareness for this episode because I think it's going to be a great one and well received. Um, but for everybody listening, we will see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye.